0: Welcome to the Profits in Pajamas podcast. I'm Danielle Deteach, or Coach Danny D, and I help women to create luxury brands by creating processes and tightening their branding. This is where we talk about how to build your business in a way that allows you to work with ease and enjoy your life. My happy space is spending as much time as humanly possible in my pajamas. And I want to help others to find their happy space while still running profitable businesses. So get comfortable and let's dig in. Hello, and welcome to the Providence in Pajamas podcast. I am your host, Coach Danny D, and I'm always here helping small businesses to get to that work with ease lifestyle. Um, As y'all know, I love, the PJs and the PJs are important to me. Uh, And I love the fact that you can have a successful business and still have work with ease and have that business work within your life and not take over your life. Mm -hmm. So today we're going to talk about something that is really, really um, important to businesses, which is digital marketing, which includes your website. So I know everybody doesn't understand that term digital marketing and what that means, but we have Sharique Richardson here today, and she's going to break all of that down for us. Um, She is the owner of Digital Innovation Media Group, and they do web and digital marketing for law firms, um, medical specialists, and large nonprofits. She is a, I mean, just a wealth of knowledge when it comes to digital marketing. Um, we had a great conversation when we were fleshing out this topic. So I'm so excited. Shari. can you just tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background so that we can really just dig in? Because I know, especially when it comes to web pages, I know that that's a, a a topic that people, you know, both, you know, struggle with and want to know more about.
1: Sure. So um, again, I'm Sharique Richardson, and my business. Uh, I started my business after working about 20 years in corporate. Um, I was a very successful pharmaceutical sales rep with Pfizer, and um, after that, I went to work for Duke Hospital. And in that role, that really kind of reintroduced me to my first love, which was web design. Um, it started before you know Pfizer and just kind of came back to me naturally when I was working at Duke and that's when it became really the core of what my business is all about I did add of course social media content marketing as well as SEO but that was more of you know things that I also realized through working with clients that these were other needs that they had and so after uh Duke I decided to go part-time and then eventually full-time into my business now, this was in North Carolina. That's where Duke is. We moved to New Orleans, Louisiana in 2019. Okay. And I was really blessed to meet local business owners here, such as yourself, and begin to work and really grow my business here, um, mainly with web design and social media.
0: That is absolutely awesome. and it, it? I love hearing people's entrepreneurial story. And it's so funny how a lot of times it is something that we started with. Mm-hmm. That we end up back with, so I think that that is right. a, um, just just great that you got back to something that you really um, enjoy. Yeah. So, if there was one thing that you could share with the audience about um, web design and um, digital marketing, what would that one you know thing that you're like? I wish everybody knew this; it would make things so much easier. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. <laughs> The first thing would be when you hire someone to do your website that it doesn't stop there. It is an ongoing process, just like anything else that you build for your business, even for your personal life. So maintenance is one thing that I see that's neglected. A lot of times they say, oh, I'll get someone to do it or I have a a husband or a cousin or someone who who, who knows web design. But nine times out of ten, when I go back into the site when something happens, I can tell that it has not been updated, has not been kept up to date. Um, it becomes more vulnerable to hackers and things like that that happened because you did not invest. in this great tool that's helping your business grow online, you did not invest in making sure that it stays healthy and performs well month to month. So that's the one thing that I've noticed. Um, another thing is just having your content ready to go and just knowing what message that you wanna say. Um, in your content and just having that ready for the person. So when they get with you, they can really meet the timelines that you need. And what I find is that another bottleneck is not having that content ready to go when you hire someone or at least employing them or using their team to put together converting keyword rich content for your website.
0: Okay. And so I want to, I'm a, I want to dig into that last part a little bit deeper. I'm going to dig into both parts because I, I I agree with you. They're both so important, but that last part, I, what I've come in contact with a lot with entrepreneurs is just the lack of understanding of what the process looks like. Yes, And, um, you know, just from the standpoint of, um, and I'll say the sticky stuff, so you don't have to say the sticky stuff. Um, (laughs) If you don't know your business identity, then when you're hiring someone, they can't do that part for you. They can, you know, they can help you get that identity out there. They can help you to have a beautiful and well-functioning website and social media presence. But that identity is yours. And so you have to be able to communicate that to a professional for them to be able to take it further. And I think sometimes we think, okay, I, I signed the check, you know, right. I I mm-hmm. I signed the contract and I'm all done.
1: Yeah.
0: And then we're leaving the professional high and dry and they're trying to figure out what what are we doing?
1: Exactly. And that's the big thing is that, and we do, we walk you through the process. You know, when we when customers or clients come to us, we take you through what's going to happen. So you understand what this is going to look like from the first mock-up that we give you, where we show you the actual Adobe XD version of your site. So you can look at it and we can discuss what revisions can be made at that level so that when we start to build, we're building the site that you love not just giving it to you and then doing a whole bunch of revisions. We try to get that out the way in the beginning. And so yeah, but we do walk with you and it's a partnership. It's not just, hey, set it and forget it. We we have a series of approvals that you have to give us so that we know that we're going in the right direction. And that way, like I said before, having that content ready will definitely speed that up and will help us to be able to get you to your launch faster you know, whatever it is that you're trying to do for your business. If it's the holidays right now, we can get you there faster, but we definitely need you to work with us.
0: Yeah. And I love that word partnership because it truly is a partnership that you're working on. Um, And, and I I just love the way that that's framed and to the listeners, I really want you to, you know, pay attention to um, the fact that there is a process and that process is in place. And the reason why I'm pointing that out is because I've seen so many people talk about they hired somebody, the experience didn't go well. And we have a tendency to look at the dollar amount, but Mm -hmm. not look at what we're getting for that dollar amount. And so, you know, listen for those things when you're talking to a vendor, when you're talking to, a vendor, if they're not speaking like Sharik is speaking, then that might not be the right choice. Mm -hmm. You know, you you know, going in, okay, this person was cheaper, but did they have a process? Did they have a plan? And were they thoughtful about what that experience was going to be like for you?
1: Exactly. Because, I mean, it's very important that you vet several people And I have no problem at all when someone tells me that they're also looking elsewhere because, you know, that makes me feel good that when you did that and you still come back to me and select me and we work together. And it's a great experience. And so um, I definitely say do your homework, ask questions, because you'll find that as you do that, you'll begin to be more educated about the process. So that way, when you get started, you'll have a better idea of what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I and I that education is key as well. Like we can't, um, you know, a lot of times as entrepreneurs and solopreneurs especially, we want to put our head in the sand and we want to just focus on that thing that we do, whatever that thing Mm -hmm. is. And that's a hobby. As a business owner, you have to be a, a lot more well rounded. And so even though you are hiring a professional, you know, again, it's a partnership. You're hiring a professional because they have the skill set that you don't, but Mm -hmm. it is still a partnership and it's your responsibility to, to do that research and to, you know, have at least a base level understanding of what you're getting into.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and I encourage that and I even show my process on my website. So you can see all the steps that it takes to get to the final destination of your site ready to go. So that you understand that, you know, that's what you're paying for. You're paying for knowledge. You're paying for my staff, um, our knowledge, our collective knowledge, which is, I mean, it's worth it. And so, and you're paying for the experience of going through and having that transparency throughout the whole process and also getting what you asked for.
0: Yeah. And that, and. As a coach, I work with people to develop luxury brands and that's a luxury brand experience. That's what Mm -hmm. that is. Mm -hmm. And that is, um, you know, just even looking into your own businesses, Those knowing those things about yourself Mm -hmm. is what makes you more marketable, which makes you able to, you know, step up your pricing, all of those different things because you know That Mm -hmm. is much more than whatever that thing in product that you're um, providing. Exactly.
1: And that's the biggest hurdle in business is knowing your worth and charging it. You know, I mean, most people who go to, you know, start their businesses have had 20, 30 years of experience, but still charge so much less because they figure, well, I'm just new, I'm a new business. And you're not thinking about it in terms of look at all that I'm bringing to this business.
0: Right. And how fast
1: I can do and and create results. Yeah.
0: Right. And I mean, I know for me, I'm an experienced person. Like, you know, like in in business and life, everything to me is about the experience. And Mm I am, you know, willing to pay for that experience. Like if I know that, okay, you know, we're gonna go through this experience as well thought out. I'm going through this process. I'm okay, I'm look swipe the card. I'm I'm ready because <laughs> yes. I know that it's not going to be a headache for me. It's not going to be a lot of back and forth. As long as I follow the process, I'm going to get the result. Absolutely. So what are, um, what are three main points that you would like to emphasize as people are preparing to work with somebody or just to, even if they're trying to do it themselves, to get their digital marketing in the place that it needs to be
1: sure so the first thing i would say is number one have an idea of who your target audience is and we definitely help you with that because if you tell us it's somebody else and we're looking at what you're doing what you have done and just listening to what you're saying sometimes we'll say "Well, have you thought about this particular audience so definitely knowing your audience is that i think that's the core of all business you have to know who you're talking to because your website and all that all that you do online, your social media, all has to be consistent in speaking to that one person or that one person type, or even group, if it's mothers or mothers of small kids, mothers of teens, whatever, whoever it is. Um, a second thing I would say people need to know is, I got like we talked about before, is this be prepared, be prepared for that investment, be prepared that this is not this is not a one-time thing. You know, social media is month to month, but so is your website. That's something that you need to make sure that you're, you have in your mind. This is a monthly investment. And if you're going to start doing something, be consistent with it, which is my third point. Consistency <laughs> is very important. It's I mean, we all have times where we need a break and that's fine, but it takes planning ahead. So let's say you want to do some videos or some TikToks and you want to add those to your site or you just want to do those to grow your brand. Well, if you start and then you go three to six months and don't do anything, People aren't going to really believe that you're that dedicated just from that alone. But having that consistency, and if you know, hey, I'm going to need a break. Batch some videos, batch some content, and schedule it out so that you're taking your break, but you're still connecting with your ideal client. And they don't know that you're sitting at home just having a mental, you know, wusa moment for yourself. <laughs> you know, so it just just making sure that once you get your, once you know who you are, you know who your ideal client is and you know how to attract them, be consistent in how you connect with them and talk with them, because that's going to make a huge difference in your business and how it grows.
0: Yeah, I think that that is um, definitely a great point about the consistency. Um, You know, because a lot of times the question people ask is how often should I post Mm -hmm. and, you know, that type of thing. And usually my response to that is how often will you be consistent? Like. You yeah. know, yeah. of course, the more you post, the more more visible you'll be. But if you're going to like, you know, binge post like, you know, this week and then not post again for like months, it's better that you just post once, you know, if you're going to exactly.
1: just, if yeah. that's what you yeah. can be consistent with. Right. Because a lot of times people get excited in the beginning and it is exciting and you're posting every day and you get people used to seeing that and then you burn out. Right. So, yeah, you can do three times a week. And just as long as it's great content, you're not just putting out fluff. And that's something else is quality is always going to do better than quantity. So if you do a blog post, one really good blog, and you piece it out into several small pieces of content, you can do a video on a part of it or put out a quote from it. That can do a lot for you. But just keep making sure that it's quality content and it's consistent content.
0: Yeah. I think that that's, um, great, great advice. Um, cause I know that content is one of those things, like you say that word and people just start freezing up. Yeah. And I, I think also people don't realize, um, that is not necessarily as daunting as it seems like you say, you can take one blog post and that can be so many different things. Um, yeah. just that one post -hmm. Um, and and, you know, to realize that you—it's not that you have to be doing a million things. It's how strategic you are with what you have in front of you.
1: Right. Another mistake I've noticed is people are told to spray everywhere, every platform, and you should only be where your ideal client is. If you're, please say that again. Say it again. (laughs) You should only be where your ideal client is. If your (laughs) clients are on LinkedIn. Don't fool with Twitter. If you're telling me it's other businesses, then LinkedIn would be your number one place, Instagram, possibly Facebook. But it's important that you have a hierarchy there that if this is who I want, this is where they are. You don't have to be on every platform because I'm telling you now, just like trying to post every day, you will burn out so fast.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I say that again because (laughs) I have people you know, every time a new platform comes out, everybody's like, oh, you need to jump on to yeah. X, Y, and Z. And if that's not where your client is, and you know, then you're just really wasting your time. And then you're wondering why you're getting all of these inquiries from people who are not your client because you're mm-hmm. posting in places that your client isn't, they're not there. Yeah, you get low quality leads. Yeah. Yes. And you're and you're wasting your time posting, but you're also wasting your resources responding to these leads that are not really valuable leads. So yeah, there's certain platforms that I'm just not on because I know my client isn't there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even some of the ones I'm on, because most of my clients actually find me from either um, networking or Google searches. Yeah. So, you know, but I still keep an Instagram presence because it's a visual business. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm on LinkedIn because I do a lot of corporate accounts, but a lot of the other platforms I don't bother with because I know that that's not where my ideal client is. So right, definitely a great tip. Like don't spread yourself so thin you don't have to be everywhere.
1: you right. And that's, and it's, it should be comforting to hear that because it was for me when I first started out, we were just told to spray until so I had a coach say, no, you're wasting your time. You're burning energy for nothing.
0: Right. I mean, cause it's, it's a lot. I mean, there's so many different platforms and then because of how they're all set up differently, you have to have different types of, um, content, you know, right. like if you're, you know, posting the TikTok, Now all of a sudden you got to start making videos and, you know, this one is, you know, this many minutes long, but that one is that many minutes long. Like, that's a lot to keep up with if you don't have, um, a team that is, you know, dedicated to doing that.
1: Right. And starting out, you're, you're not going to have that. If you're, if you're bootstrapping, That's really when you want to be smart because you don't have the resources to do everything that a larger person or someone who has an actual team can do. And a lot of times when you see people who are really just doing great things and huge, you know, presence and large followings, they have a team. Yeah. But they didn't start off that way. You know, they had to build and get there and invest wisely and invest back into the business so that it can grow to get to where you're seeing now so it's a step-by-step process
0: and when you said when you mentioned about like you know seeing other people this question just kind of popped into my mind and I would love mm-hmm. your thoughts on it but yeah. um paying attention to what um when you follow other people what mm-hmm. their objective is because what I see a lot is oh this person is doing this and I'm going to take on this strategy mm-hmm. but not necessarily paying attention to what that person's objective is because their objective may be different than what you're trying to accomplish.
1: Absolutely. I definitely don't recommend that. I think that it's important to do a competitive analysis Um, to some degree when you want to look at someone who may be going after your same target market and and kind of looking at what gaps to fill in, if if there's something that they're leaving out then use that as some content for use, things that they are just not paying attention to, maybe a weak spot. That's one thing. But the problem with also looking at other people is you get that comparatitis disease where you start to either feel bad about yourself and start putting yourself down or you go into total paralysis of I'll never get there. I'll never do you know what they're doing. And I've been there in my early days, and it's not a good place to be in. You don't do anything. You just assume that everything you do is going to fail until you have to snap yourself out of it. So I just highly encourage people, if it looks like someone's got it going on and it's perfect, either this is not their beginning. And if it is their beginning, then that means that, you know, they may be doing something really well. But again, just look at it for gaps. Look for gaps. And also, let's look at it as an inspiration. Don't take it as I'm horrible and I I can't never do this. Just look at it and say, well, this person inspires me. And, but I'm going to be also happy with where I am right now. And I'm also going to do what I can here. So you have to really love what you're doing and really love where you are and know that it is a process. This is not a sprint for anybody. They seem like someone's getting there faster. And I saw that one person and I thought, man, she's, we started at the same time and she's doing well. Well, she invested in a high level coach. Right. And I didn't. So of course that coach can tell her where where to leap over what potholes to jump over. And so she had an accelerated path because of that. So it wasn't a matter of, oh, she's just better than me. She just made a wise investment. Right. And it obviously paid off.
0: Yeah. And I, and I think that that's key is when you're looking at somebody, you need to one, know where they, what their goal is, because their goal may be different than yours. And two, like you said, what are they doing? Because I see a lot of times people say, well, you know, I'm not reaching what that person is reaching, but are you doing what that person is doing? You know, yeah. um, you know, that person may, you know, be hitting the ground like 10 times harder, yeah. but, you know, are you willing to do what they are doing to get mm-hmm. the result? Cause it's not going to just magically show up. Yeah.
1: yeah. And that person may also have a plan. You know, sitting down doing quarterly plans and saying this month or this quarter, I want 20 more clients. So in order to get 20 more clients, I need to have this many leads, put out this many emails, this many videos. So, and that's really the smart thing to do. Right. Is every quarter look at your business. So there's a lot of things that they're, they could be doing. That's very smart and they're working smart and they're getting a bigger return from that.
0: And that's so funny because my last episode was about planning and it was yeah. is exactly about that. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, you know, you have to know that, or I see some people who are, um, like, I know I've had some people tell me, oh, do you follow so-and-so different, um, balloon celebrities? Right. Mm-hmm. And what they're not realizing is that person's objective is to be a celebrity. Yes if that's your objective, then Mm -hmm. follow that path. Right. But if you're watching somebody who's going in a different direction, you can't Mm -hmm. compare your path to theirs because y'all not even trying to get the same thing. Like that person may be, you know, trying to get likes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because those likes then become monetizable for them, so they're not trying mm-hmm. to make money as a balloon artist; they're trying to make right. money as a balloon celebrity. That's two different mm-hmm. paths.
1: Yes, and that's that's very true, and that's a very good point because a lot of times these people just monetizing where they are, right? And they and the balloon, you know, design, for example, just could just be a means to that, not really that. So if you're following somebody, if you're planning your whole business by following someone else. Well, that in itself is just not a good thing to do anyway. Right? You know, your own plan, <laughs> your own objectives, right? You not right, like right. anyway. Because <laughs> what if they mess up? What if something they do was wrong and you're sitting here following everything they do? Right. Just because they seem successful at it. Um, you know, and like you said, their objective could be this and you're over here. Right. I so, am. Yeah. yeah. It's important to always just have a plan. What 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 do I want to be? What do I see myself being? Where, what do I love? and honor that.
0: And I think that as you do follow people, you you can start to pick and choose those parts and pieces that fit you. You know, once you know that, I think that a lot of times we don't take the time to get to know what it is we want. Mm
1: -hmm. We just
0: follow the industry and the industry standards. But Mm -hmm. once you know, you know what, this is really what I want this to look like, then, you know that part of that person might resonate with you and this part of this Mm -hmm. other person. But yeah, that comparison paralysis, I love that term that that is real.
1: Yes. Very real.
0: That is real because Mm -hmm. you're like, well, wait, they did did, wait. They did. And I shared on a previous episode, like there's certain people I don't follow, not because of any other reason, but because we're in a similar space. Mm -hmm. And I need to, you know, I, I'm big on isolation in moments of growth and um and when you're just trying to progress because you need to have your own clarity of thought, you know. Right. So there's some people I just don't follow. I think that they're great, but mm-hmm. I don't follow them purely because I know that, you know, that's yeah,
1: really, you know, yes.
0: right now I just don't want my thoughts to be influenced by their thoughts I don't mm-hmm. I don't want it to even be an
1: option right and some people I mean even myself sometimes you know in the very beginning I found that when I was doing something I was actually doing it just fine and then a coach comes along and says no do it this way and then I found myself getting off course right when I couldn't stay where I was right and
0: I think that that's really important back to that whole idea of identity
1: because
0: yes. that's that's why you need to figure out what your identity is. Because yeah. to me, it made it much easier to work with coaches.
1: Mm-hmm. It made it yes, so much it
0: easier to work with coaches because I knew what my identity was, and so I was able to mm-hmm. know when to, you know, when to just you know say, okay, yeah, you got me, <laughs> you got me, yeah. you, you 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 found that spot that right. I need to work on versus when to know to kind of give a little pushback, like, wait, mm-hmm. I know, I hear what you're saying, but can I clarify this? Because right. this is important to me for this reason, or right. this is just not how I, you know, like, can we find a happy medium? Mm-hmm. You really know, like I've had people like, say, well, yeah. um, cold That's calling, that. like, mm-hmm. I hate talking on the phone. yeah, Like, I absolutely hate it. And they're like, "Oh, yeah, you could call. And I was like, "No, we're gonna have to find a different. We got to find a different way because that's not right that's not gonna happen like because it's <laughs> just not my comfort space. Yes, but I'm you know, because I know that about myself, I can say, no, that's not gonna I'm not gonna move comfortably in that, but I can mm-hmm. take the advice. I just have to adapt it to what works for me, right. But you have to know that identity."
1: it's important because, you know, a coach can can help you with that. And, you know, coaches like yourself will ask those questions and help you see that, oh gosh, I don't even know what in the world. I'm just following these trends online. Right. I don't really know what I want to do or what I want to be. You just want money. But what does that mean? Right. Right. Money for what? (laughs) Right. (laughs) And how
0: and where? Yeah.
1: (laughs) So that's, yeah, that's where coaching is so important because you have to define that first before you can really start. You can't really, I can't help you market if you don't have that already determined.
0: Right, and and that's the part.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's the part that people, it's like, you know, if I, like, you know, I asked you earlier, what is that one thing? That's my one thing. Like, if I could get people to understand that, if you sit still and Mm -hmm. work on your identity as a business, Right. And your personal identity, really, mm-hmm. if you sit still and work on that, all the rest of the stuff becomes so much easier. It does. It just all starts to fall into place and all that hard, hard work that you were putting in trying to make things work starts mm-hmm. to dissipate and it just starts to become easy because right. it's doing the work for you a good website a good digital presence does the work for you you you're you know mm-hmm. you're no longer trying to figure out where your clients are coming from it's 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 mm-hmm. casting a net for you
1: yeah and it's also a good way to see if you like you're saying well i don't really know where my people are well just take time to look at the analysis track your leads okay if all of your bad leads are coming from facebook for example then why be on Facebook? Also look at your content. If this is your ideal client, is this content really something that that's going to really make them stop and stop scrolling?
0: Right. Or when
1: they go on a Google search looking for your service and they see your website, is this going to make them feel as if you really know how to solve their problem? You know, so it's a lot of a lot of times people have to realize that testing and tweaking is, is a part of the process too. Every month look at your analytics. Look at what insights is telling you. And if it's telling you and showing you the opposite of what you desire, then that means you need to start looking at your whole process, your marketing strategy. And what am I doing? What is what's going on that's not connecting? Right. And when it starts to show you more of people and you start getting more qualified leads, then you can say, okay, great. Now I know I'm doing the right thing. And just keep going from there and keep building at that point. Yeah.
0: Okay. So I have a question for you. I know it's off the cuff, but mm-hmm. what is what do you recommend as a, an amount of time to test something?
1: For social media, we say three months, um, because a lot of times I have clients who either have not been on social media or they have just gotten so busy. So it's been a couple of years. So I say a good bank of three months of insights will show you, okay, this is where we were. This is where we started. This is who we were attracting. And now here, here's where we are now. And you see growth. You see, you know how many followers. You also look at those followers. Are these the people that I want? Are they? Do I am I looking to get women who are thirty five to forty five, or was I looking for an older type of you know female? So I mean, it really will answer a lot of questions for you. And that's why I always say don't skip that. And every platform has its own analytics. Look at that, and ask yourself because these are the people who are actually digesting your content. And if they're, if you're not reaching those people, then that, then I say, go back and look at your content, but yeah, three months for social. And then for websites, look at your Google analytics okay. and it will tell you really detailed information about the traffic coming to your site. And okay. you can look at that and track it over three months.
0: Yeah. I just wanted that three months. I, I, I wanted to, I wanted that, that, that time frame out there because, yeah. you know, it's not working, and I'm like, well, how how long you been doing it? Right. Oh, and then, well, I, yeah. I I started in October. It's, it's <laughs> November first. you know like exactly, what, and, and like
1: yeah, and just because we say three months doesn't mean you stop. It's test and tweak time, right? At that point, um, I mean, if you're not growing followers, then obviously that's a problem there. But looking at looking within to see, okay, what adjustments need to be made. Because I hear that too. Well, I tried it, somebody didn't do it, you know, didn't do it right. Well, how long did you work with that person? Did they know exactly what you needed to do? Did you communicate that? Because I have to look at both client and the professional. Right. You know, when someone comes to me and tells me what someone else did. Because it's possible that, you know, either they didn't know what they were talking about, that can be true, know what they were doing. Or did you give them what they needed to make you to make your whole campaign successful? Right. Right. And- so it can be both and or or, right? And then you
0: know, and 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 again, how long did you do it? Because exactly. it's never but long. Like it's never true, yeah. it's never long, and it's always. Yeah. I'm always like, or people are ready to quit the business. Well, I haven't. I I'm not seeing any yeah. results, and I'm like, well, how long have you been in business? Yeah. Oh, well, it's, I started yeah. in the summer, and I'm like, so five minutes ago, like literally five minutes
1: ago. Yeah. Social media is the long-term strategy. It's not a quick hit. It's not something that you do for a little bit, you stop and come back to. It is. Ha- it has to be a long process. It, you have to look at it that way. Now you can accelerate it with ads. You can do other things, Google ads or Facebook ads, but it's something that you are looking at building a long track record of content, of visibility and consistency for your business. People will look at your posts. They will read it, but they also want to see how long has this person been out there? Right. Can I trust them? Do right. I even like them? So we all talk about no like, and trust. That means something. So, you know, staying on theme and staying on topic with your content and making sure that you're talking only to that one person is important. And you may not see things for several months. And then all of a sudden you'll get People, oh, yeah, I've been watching. I really fan yours. Can you come talk? Can you come do a, do a talk for me over here? Can you come to my conference? Where you're now exposed to a number of idle clients now. And you're in a position of authority. Right. But a lot of times that's how I've gotten opportunities, just from being consistent on social. Right. And building relationships offline. That's two. But I'm just saying, don't look at it as, oh, we three months. It didn't seem to be working. No, why didn't it work? And now let's recalibrate and make it work.
0: Right, And I mean, I think in this age of, I mean, you know, it's great that we have such access to technology, but with that comes the fact that, you know, people are, you know, just jumping out there with businesses. Yeah. So like you said, the no like, and trust, how do I know that you're really a real business? Mm-hmm. How do I know that if you're not showing me consistency or if you're asking me to invest a a large amount of money with you Mm -hmm. and largest relatives. So you know for one person that might be thousands to another person that may be hundreds. But how Mm -hmm. do you ask me to do that when I'm not sure if you're going to be around in six months.
1: Exactly. And then you mentioned something about the person behind the business and who are you? Personalization is something that I am big on for social and for web stock photos are great, but you should not focus on that. If you can do 30 to 60 second tip videos, if you can do, um, Hey, I'm out networking with the chamber. I'm I'm a board member over here. Um, here's me, you know, networking or with one of my clients or things like that, that goes a long way and just try it for yourself. Try going a week or so, just posting, some selfies with something very inspirational, something impactful to share with your your audience. Try sharing pictures of you out at an event, a networking event, or yourself speaking or giving some type of seminar, what have you, and watch the difference between those posts and the engagement you get there versus the ones where you were just posting something generic. And you'll see the difference that people want to see you and not just, you know, tips and... And um, you know, stock photos and whatnot, that's not who you are. Now, yes, it's it's a time and place for those things, but it shouldn't be the main driver of your identity no, online.
0: I, I totally, totally agree with mm-hmm. you on that. And for me, that was a big game changer in the um in the balloon business because mm-hmm. I was like the the art speaks for itself. I'm gonna be behind the scenes. Yeah. Um You know, and to be totally transparent, most of my clients don't look like me. So I didn't know how that was going to play out. And I was challenged by, um, I went to a networking event and this um, lady was on the panel and she talked about coming from behind the scenes of her business. And she was a Black lady. She spoke about all of the things that were in my head. Mhm. She addressed every single thought that was in my head and I was just like, "Oh, okay." Well, mm-hmm. she told me, you know, she didn't even know she was talking to me, but she told me. Yeah. And <laughs> I changed that and it created a much greater relationship between me and my clients. Yeah. And what I've noticed, you know, as far as like checking, you know, your analytics and everything when I post personal photos, I get way more engagement mm-hmm. than when I post anything else. Right. You know, when we go on vacation, I make sure I post at least one vacation pit, you know, <laughs> of me and my family together. Those are the ones that get the most engagement because people feel like they know you yeah. when they see you and they see you in real life and not just as a, you know,
1: you know, just yeah. that it's person. Just, yeah. Like that's, you're just kind of putting out information. And that's something that I coach my clients on too. I'm like, before we get started, that's even in my intake. Do you agree to give me information that speaks to the people behind the business? It's great that we're going to share a lot of amazing information, but do you agree to also provide this? Because it's important that they know in the very beginning that this is what's going to really help you grow faster and help you build more engagement with people who are actually going to use you potential clients.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've spoken about this before. It makes you, you're no longer interchangeable. Yeah. So they're not searching for whatever the product or service that you provide. They're Mm -hmm. searching for you. Exactly. So they, you know, when, when, when it's transactional, As soon as your price goes higher than another person's price, they're going to switch to the next person. But when it's personal, when they feel like they're personally connected to you as a business and you have, you know, we're going to bring it back to partnership. You have that partnership, then it's a different, it's a different level of connection and loyalty.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, And that's why the keystone of business is outside of know your client is build no like, and trust immediately. Yeah.
0: That is beautiful. Okay. So I'm going to, um, let me just make sure we're not missing anything really, really good. I think we, I think we touched all the points, but I know we're, you know, pushing up on that, that hour. So I'm going to, um, do our wrap up questions. Mm-hmm. Well, no, before we do that, cause you started off talking about maintenance. Yes. And I don't want to leave that <laughs> without is due because, you know, when you, when you spoke about maintenance, the thing that came to me and that, I think that's because I'm currently, um, dealing with a, a situation with my vehicle what spoke mm-hmm. to me was, you know, with your vehicle, you know, when you, mm-hmm. if you are doing your regular oil changes and this and that and everything else, then that lessens the times that you have serious mm-hmm. maintenance issues. Some issues with your car are purely just from not doing regular maintenance.
1: Right. And
0: that's the same thing with your website. You, you know, you let it go too long, then it's a major repair as opposed to just, you know, something routine.
1: Absolutely. I mean, like I said, when I tell clients, when I sign off, I give them a, a training module. And one of the first things on there outside of change of password is please do not disregard maintenance because it is something that's going to keep your website. Number one, it's going to keep it secure. Um, I don't know if you've noticed, but just in the past, I mean, we've had several heightened security incidents online. Malware is at all-time high Um, on Instagram and even LinkedIn, Facebook. You have to, you know, I I recommend multi-factor authentication on a side note. But security, number one, is the main reason for maintenance. You have someone who is keeping their eye on your website, your moneymaker. They're making sure it's functioning. They're making sure it's not compromised there was someone I heard of that had Viagra ads all over his website.
0: Oh, and goodness. he didn't even know it
1: because someone came in and they you know, hacked his website and they just took over it. Another thing is it makes sure, cause you know, if your WordPress website, you have plugins and plugins are like apps on an iPhone. They help your website with different functionality. Well, they also up, 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 have updates every month. WordPress itself updates. So you wanna make sure that someone is doing that because if you don't do that, then that's gonna affect the long-term performance of your website. And it can also affect the security of your website. So it is something that requires maintenance. It's not a one and done project. And I always tell clients that it's not because when you call me and hey, I'm seeing this and that on my site, this is, I'm getting phishing emails. Well, because it has not been watched over. It has not been looked at. And I go in and I'm like, they didn't change the password. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still able to even go in. I'm like, okay, please change this password and don't use the same one on other platforms either. Make this special for this website. So, you know, that's something that, you know, it may seem like, oh, it's not a big deal, but the long-term benefits to the business is, is that this website is there to bring you leads. It's there to educate your audience. It's there to give you your best face forward to a worldwide market. So why would you not want that to be well taken care of every month? Just like you pay car insurance, home insurance, and other insurance, you should also have an insurance on something like your website because that is a major investment.
0: Yeah. I mean it, it it's it's not a problem until it's a problem.
1: Exactly. And then it's going to cost you then you're going to then you're going to get charged per hour when you could have been paying per month. You could have called me, Sharique, I'm seeing this. Boom, I go in and that's it.
0: And then, you know, I'm just thinking about just even just the, like the downtime as a business owner as well, mm-hmm. because, you know, now, you know, you're potentially down while this is being, you know, resolved.
1: Yeah. yeah, it
0: is. yeah. Um, it's, you know, just, you know, I just wanted to get, I, I wanted to make sure we, we touch back on that because I think mm-hmm. we don't think about all of those things as important, but yeah. Um, again, like you said, just like insurance is a great analogy, you know. I mean, you know, hopefully, you don't have to use your insurance, <laughs> like,
1: but it's
0: I to good do. to have it exactly. because uh, you know, if it comes up, you, right. know, you don't want to be sitting there lost and confused. And I mean, also, just you know, that person that's on the maintenance plan, their their problem can get solved so much faster. Yours mm. is going to take a while. Yours is going to, you know. Yeah, because I think that, yeah. Because you're going to have to undo a year's worth of wrong. Yeah, <laughs> to and get I told them that.
1: I can fix your problem, but first I have to go in and make sure that your website can even maintain what I have to do. Can it right. even, is even strong enough because I have to go make sure first it's updated, and is it really in the condition to where I can even do what you're asking me to do? And that's going to cost them more money because it's going to take me more time.
0: Yeah. And, and most of y'all already start with y'all not tech savvy. So stop trying to say you're going to do somebody's job that you don't know how to do. <laughs> if you're right. not, if, if that's not your skill set. And it's okay. Let somebody
1: yeah. and, who and, and, yeah. and knows cousin, what they're doing yeah.
0: do it and make sure it's done the right way
1: right because your cousin or a friend whoever they have their own priorities and responsibilities and they can't just come in every time something happens to your site because you know eventually you're going to be like well i need to get paid for this or they're just not going to take it as seriously as you will
0: yeah and i can attest to that totally mm-hmm. um when i first had my site set up it was a a co that um that set everything up and had the, um, had it on their server and all this stuff like this. And years later, I'm not at that job anymore, blah, blah, blah. You know, everything's going fine, what have you. And something happened. I'm out of town. My site goes down.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh boy.
0: And I'm like, on my side is down like that is like like the, the, the world has ended i'm yeah. like sos and i'm out of town so it's like i'm also like you know trying to figure stuff out on the cell phone you know it's just like a nightmare and you know i'm reaching out to him but i mean this is not his website this is not his right. top priority and you know he's being helpful not you know i'm not saying that but not on the level that i felt like it was yeah urgent and so once that was resolved, I was just like, nope, I got to get ownership of all of this."
1: Yes. Oh my I have God. to
0: transfer all of this somewhere else because this is not going to work.
1: Yes. And that, that, that made me, I thought about something too, because I'll have clients who come to me and they don't know their hosting company. They don't know anything because the previous person didn't disclose any of this information to them. So I have to first, before I can begin the work, go into an investigation to find out who who is your hosting company and to help them gain access of their own account. Right. So it's important, even if you have no plans of ever touching this information, but just having it tucked away somewhere in the event something happens, you can call me or someone else and say, well, here is access to my hosting. Here is access to my website. And we can get right to it without having to do that investigation. Right. It's just important to know that.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean, it's basically like you gave the keys to your house to somebody else and you don't even have keys. You got to call them every time you want to go inside.
1: Exactly. And they may have, I know someone who who doesn't even do web design anymore and the client had to go and just get a whole fresh new website. That's, that's extra money. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, Um, it's crazy.
0: But I mean, I'm 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 gonna bring it full circle and make sure you're working with someone like Sharique so that you're not in that situation yes. because they've already thought out a you know client experience that is beneficial for you, that you have what you need and that you're gonna be taken care of in the long run.
1: Absolutely so
0: that you know that's definitely um important to me, like is who you're working with, take time and figure that out and go Mm -hmm. with quality. Don't, don't worry about, um, I think a lot of times we get too caught up on dollars and we don't invest in quality. That quality is going to make you money. Cause I will Mm -hmm. attest to you that, you know, your website is a moneymaker. Sometimes we think about, you know, we only think about the things that we directly see a return of investment on immediately. Mm-hmm. And we don't realize that those other things are valuable. Yes. Those other things are um one can be making money for you, but also can be making time for you. So
1: you can't you I mean, can't put a dollar amount on time. <laughs>
0: not, not at all. Not at all. Time is so but, important, you know, yeah. like. I, you know, I was sharing with one of my coaching clients because I was giving her some ideas of um, some things to, to do to generate some business. And mm-hmm. I was just like, I have all these wealth of ideas of things to do to generate business that I never get an opportunity to do because yeah. the leads are like just pouring in. I can't take them all. I refer them to other people, you know? So it's doing that work. Mm-hmm it's worth that investment because you will get that money back double fold.
1: Absolutely. You All sure right, will. So we're
0: gonna, yeah. oh, go ahead, go
1: ahead. I'm disagreeing with you. Oh. <laughs> <I'm disagreeing. laughs> I can't say it enough, yeah.
0: But so we're going to, um, we're going to do the wrap up questions. Um, so my first question is, what are your favorite pajamas?
1: I'm wearing them. And these are my favorites because um I'm one of those people who like to get under the covers, get covered up, and then turn the fan on. So <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I make me. it nice and cold. so you know it's it's a comfortable, very cozy uh, pair of pajamas that I love to wear. They're holiday, but these are I mean, I, these are I wear these year year long. I don't care if it's Christmas. I've bought them Christmas time last year, but I wear them all the time. No, There there are
0: no rules with pajamas. You can do whatever you want. I I, I have said so. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Finish this sentence. My time freedom allows me to
1: spend time with my boys and practice self-care.
0: Awesome. And those are two beautiful ones.
1: Okay. So what is
0: your, your best advice for anyone that is seeking the profits in pajamas lifestyle?
1: The first thing I suggest that you do is plan, make a plan. Uh, well, Like we talked about, know what you want from your business and have a vision of, you know, what this looks like. Know your clients and whatever you do, be consistent. So it's better to start small and grow from there than to start large and go to small. So find a consistent schedule be realistic with yourself and with over time you will see benefits and growth. Yeah.
0: I like that. I really like that a lot. And I I think that over time it's a long game. Yeah. Business is a long game. It's not um it's not instantaneous and a lot of times when you make instantaneous decisions mm-hmm. you hinder your long-term growth.
1: Yes, it can.
0: you 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 really mm-hmm. need to think about you know, the long-term and the future of the business. So I, mm-hmm. I, I really like that. Yes. So tell them, tell the audience how they can get in touch with you, how they mm-hmm. can work with you. Um, is there any particular um, product that you're um, currently working on?
1: So I'm on LinkedIn for Sharique L. Richardson, MBA. I doubt you'll find another Sharique if you do. <laughs> Look for my picture, but it should be pretty easy to find me there. I'm at Digital Marketing Works on Instagram and on Facebook under Digital Innovation Media Group under my business name. My website is digitalinnovationmisandmarygazandgo.com. And you can find me there. And on that website, you can also make an appointment for a digital marketing con- consultation and we can talk. We can talk about what you, you know, you're going to be asked some questions, of course, so I do work with a certain type of client, as mentioned before, high growth, small businesses, professional businesses, larger nonprofits, and I've also had the pleasure of working with colleges and universities as well, so definitely if you're in that market, legal, medical, I would love to talk with you, and you can go to my site and make an appointment.
0: Awesome. 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 And I will share all your contact information in the show notes so that it'll be easy for them to find you. I want to thank you so much for coming on and sharing um, with us. I know that, you know, digital marketing is just one of those things that it, you know, it can be intimidating to people. It can, you know, it just you know can take on its own life but i feel like you you know really made it um digestible and you know really helped the audience to really understand where what they need to be doing and where they need to go with it
1: Yeah, that's that's what we love to do we love to just make sure that it's not it's, it's not rocket science we don't make it rocket science we make it relatable and make it fun
0: That is absolutely beautiful. So you guys, if you are in Shariq's market, please reach out to her because, you know, as you can see, it's going to be a pleasurable experience to work with her. Um, And I know I've heard so many horror stories about people's experiences, but it's just you know, listening to you talk about the process. And, you know, when we talked earlier, you kind of spelled it out a little bit more. I just, you know, it, it just feels like a, a nice little hug. Like, you know, you yeah. like, you know, it, it's, 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 it's going to be easy. It's going to be okay. You know, so, absolutely, and that's how the process um, should be. So yes. thank you so much again, for being a guest, you guys, I'm going to have the Um, contact information in the show notes, um, as well as if you are in the market for a coach to help you with the part that happens before you get to Sharique, which is figuring out what you want figuring out how to fit that business into your your daily life, figuring out who that ideal client is. If that's where you are, then you can reach out to me at coachdannyd.com. Again, that's going to be in the show notes and I will see you guys next week.
1: Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to the Profits in Pajamas podcast. I hope you got some great tips to start working with ease. Want to stay connected? Follow me at Your Workflow on Instagram. For more information about building your luxury brand, register for my upcoming luxury brand workshop at CoachDannyD.com.